The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works in giving you a boner. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Besides from me reading this, it's made in the U.S. of A, America. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, it's cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. You can visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR, A-R-M-C-H-A-I-R, to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we'd like to thank them for sponsoring this train wreck of a podcast. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We are going to preview the Saints-Dolphins game tonight. Andrew, let me say for the record, since 2012, I have refused to write a WWL Saints wrap-up column of the fourth preseason game because after I read in 2012 that during the Saints' fourth preseason game in 2012, Sean Payton didn't watch the fucking game. He was at his kid's football game while he was suspended Mm. from coaching the Saints. So if Sean Payton didn't even give a shit about the Saints' fourth preseason game in 2012, I'm not gonna. But why should we care about this game Thursday? You know, we really shouldn't. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, well, I, I think, first of all, if you geek out on the roster and, like, who's going to make the team, um, you know, this is kind of the last chance to to make a statement. And I think for the most part, it's decided. I mean, I, I do believe that for the most part, the coaches have it all figured out. And there's probably, like, one or two bubble guys um, yeah. where their role on this team is going to be dictated by – who plays well in this game, but, but I'll be honest. I mean, as, as per usual, the most critical thing is that no one gets injured. And I have, you know, these, uh, horrible memories of Billy Miller, uh, in 2009, the year the saints won the super bowl. He, he was supposed to be a contributing tight end and you, know, you only have 90 players. So you got to play some of the backups that are important to you. And Billy Miller, uh, blew out his knee and he was done for the year. And I, I just, you know, I, I, you hate to see that. You hate that a guy they're counting on that's supposed to contribute yep. ends up being done. So, yeah, um, yeah, that that's the main thing. But then you got positional battles, you know. And so at receiver, I would say that's the one that's still very much unsettled for all of us that we're looking forward to seeing. And this is one more chance for Emmanuel Butler and one more chance for Kirkwood and and the like to step out there, give it their best, here's the, and hope, here's hopefully the concern, they make a big though. play. That's like how are you gonna things. how are you gonna how are you gonna grade receivers uh, 
with quarterbacks, you don't want to get hurt. So are they going to run even semi-regular offense with Hill and Bridgewater? And to me, they need to sign a corpse or they need to hand off every play. I don't want Taysom Hill getting hurt in a meaningless preseason game. There, It's a weird problem for the Saints to have that we care so much about the third-string quarterback because he's integral to the game plan every week. Uh, but it is what it is. And, I, you know... I, I don't know what they do. What do you think they're going to do? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I just think it's a huge game for people like a Zigbo, you know, like the, I think they'll run a lot. I, I hate the quarterback situation right now. If I'm being honest with you, I would rather Bridgewater play the whole game than Taysom Hill play at all because Taysom Hill actually matters to the team's success in week one. He's actually going to be in the game plan. He's going to play. There is no useful purpose to him playing in this game other than to get him injured. If Teddy Bridgewater gets injured, that sucks. But, like, I can live with that because at least Breeze and Taysom Hill didn't get hurt, you know? And so, I mean, obviously, I I would rather they had kept uh, JT Barrett and that he play the whole game. That that would be my preference, but they don't have him, so... I mean, it doesn't look like they're going to sign a guy and play him. So I, I'm guessing it's going to be a half of somebody page Tom Savage. Page Tom Savage. Yeah, get him to the Canfield. line. Field. Yeah, yeah. I I would much rather they play four quarters. Garrett Grayson, you know, any of those guys. <laughs> but I guess they're going to play, which sucks. And I hope we hand off every play and just let your adoptive son take a beating. I'd yes. be cool with that. Um, your adoptive son, by the way, got out of jail. He did. did pick him up? He did. He's a free man, baby. <laughs> Might be a little soon to get him to play in this game, but I mean, you know, is, is it too much to ask for three sacks? Yeah, I mean, he's getting the, he's getting the medical. His he's probably getting the the Sean Payton medical red shirt special, I guess. But like, I know no I, one I really cares. I hope he's cares. been working out in jail. No one really cares about sexual assault or things you do unless there's video of it. Like, sort of that. Like, unless you're Adrian Peterson and you do something horrible to your, to a kid. Like, unless we see video of it, we can excuse it and block it out. Dude, Granderson, I read about what he did. It's horrific. I just, like, I know we joked that he's your adopted son and he's out of jail, but I really would rather him not be anywhere near the Saints. But... <laughs> Yeah, well, the odd thing is the Saints said that they were he explained it to them and he was they were comfortable with the explanation and yeah, I don't know, it's a little weird cuz I think the Saints have always kind of shied away from yeah. that. Like they especially with veterans or whatever, like anytime there's kind of been off the field shadiness, uh the Saints have distanced themselves from players like that. So it it's a little weird that they would just keep Hanging on to Granderson and not just well. Saying, the thing is, though, he's like out. a th- he's like a third. He the thing is with him is he is like a third or fourth round graded player, and he's at a premium position, man. If he was a guard, or he was a kicker, or he was you know even a, like a corner or whatever, like teams would be like whatever. But he's a edge pass rusher, and teams just will put up with more crime for the potential of that. That's. I mean, you could you could say it's wrong. You could play. You could say society's got our values out of whack. You can hate it. All of those things are true, by the way. But 
but it is that's just it. It, it is what it is, man. That's yeah, yeah. That's that's like, I, we. I hey, we didn't make up the rules. Don't no, blame I, us for it. Don't shoot I, the messenger. No, I don't like paying ten dollars to get into the movie either. But you know, that's what it is. Yeah. Um. So, you do you think my adopted son Zigbo? You think he has a shot to get on this roster? I feel like. Uh, Dwayne Washington is clearly ahead of him, but you you feel differently. I think no, I think Dwayne Washington's ahead of him, and I, I think it comes down to Zigbo might be a better runner, and I might feel differently if this was for the starting position. But the- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. This is for the number three back. And the number three back has to be able to play special teams, which Washington does very well. And he made a tackle on a kickoff. He also... uh, you know, blocks on kickoff returns and that stuff. So like Zigbo doesn't do that. So that that's a huge advantage to Washington as the number three guy. I also think just in between the tackles, Washington's a little better. Um, yeah. Maybe he doesn't catch the ball quite as cleanly as Zigbo. Um, but uh, ultimately, I think the special teams thing, especially, is what gives Washington the edge. Yeah. So look, I, I think it'll be the one thing that'll be interesting to me. Also, is, Zigbo fumbled inside the five, which basically, yeah, I mean, you might as well cut it. yourself. If, if the you're one do that. thing I will be interested to see is on kicks and punts. Are they going to play Harris and Cheryl's? Like, and that may give us a clue of hey, this is still open, even though we thought. Harris sort of locked it in last week but if they just play Cheryl's or they don't play Harris then I feel like if Harris doesn't return a kick or punt at all that means yep hey guy you you got it you, it's yours so that'll well, be I, I, I think it's a done deal I actually think so Cheryl's is back at practice so I think he will uh return in this game and I, I, I think this job is already lost for him. So I actually think what he's doing is he's auditioning for 31 other teams. And yeah. I think the Saints would give him that chance. But I, I think Cheryl's has got to show that he looks good enough to where maybe the Saints can get a conditional seventh-round pick for him if a team is desperate enough for a returner. Yeah. Or, you know, they'll just have to cut him and, and some other team will go get him because they need a returner. But yeah. 
Um, uh, that that's what I think. That's that's his life at this point. I think Deontay Harris has earned the job, deserves it, and you know what what Cheryl's has done in his career has been really impressive. But that kind of doesn't matter right now. No, it doesn't. And and, and teams little... and it's never it's never mattered for Sean Payton. You know, and the thing is with teams is teams still have a lot of things like Atlanta. They they got rid of Matt Bryan, who's a on the it might be of the last twenty years for sure of the Saints for kicker. He's the Saints. He's on the Saints killers. He's the kicker on that team. But Atlanta, they're a fucking mess at kicker, which is just beautiful. So you have a lot of teams looking for kickers, looking for returners. So Cheryl's. He can. The thing is, for him, he can just break one for like twenty-five yards with his track record that he has. Andrew, a team will pick him up. You know. Um, so, before we get out of here, I want to make uh, a couple of announcements. One, I'm traveling again, so no post-game show because I'm in transit to New Orleans. But we have a special treat for you guys on Friday. I did a drunk history with a patron. Uh, Cody, and it's the meet around game, and it is fucking amazing. I found a YouTube link that you can click and watch along with the drunk history. You can watch the actual game highlights, and I tell you when to start it. It's amazing. It's 30 minutes. It'll make if you want to just not work Friday afternoon at work, just open the podcast, open YouTube, click the link, and just fuck off for 35 minutes. It'll be it'll get you into the weekend nice and good. Um, so Andrew, we only have. One more week of free shows, and then people have to start paying. So, yeah, enjoy it while it lasts, and, and, and uh, we hope to see you on the other side. Yeah, and by the way, we are thirty-two dollars away from having a thousand dollars a month in donations. And once we hit that marker, you get a free Friday fantasy sports and regular gambling show that I will do. Andrew will pop in and tape stuff. We'll do it'll be fun. It'll be 30 minutes. It'll be a live stream only for the patrons that they'll only have access to after we do the live stream. So do that. Donate us, get us to a thousand dollars. So anyway, uh for Andrew, I'm Ralph. You guys have a great weekend. <laughs>